Blog Talk Radio.
in the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentalists, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nubian Mankare, and this is Mentalite Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing the African Americans. Who are the African Americans? I'm being funny about that title, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm creative like that, and I make up good creative titles and things. <laughs> you know, I'm good at that. But um, as funny as I'm attempting to be about this term, African Americans, funny as I'm, you know, trying to be about it, unfortunately, it is a reality. It is a reality to what so-called black Americans have become. We've fallen a long way from being those proud, ancient Mesoamerican, bronze, copper-colored people, Mesoamerican, bronze, copper-colored people. We fell from being, we fell away from grace, from being those proud, bronze, Mesoamerican, original people of this land, the real Americans, the first Americans here. Because at one point in time, our great, our grandparents, our great, great, great grandparents, they knew who we were, man. And they would not have, you know, accepted this black thing. Accepted this African thing, this red, black, and green thing. You know, when we would hear our, um, you know, elders, some people don't remember back that far, a lot of your elders was not with this black and pan-African thing. Man. They wasn't with it. They they might they might say, oh, you know, we got we got Indian in our family. We got Indian. We ain't no Africans. We just here in America. We got Indian. We got Native American in our family. And you know, it used to be a time when we would think those family members were coons. We would think they was coons and sambos because, you know, we was with the whole. You know, we come up under those born in like, you know, in the um, late forties, early fifties, with basically people after in the sixties. We all got into the whole black thing. So we would look at any of our elder, you know, uh, uh, grandparents, great-grandparents. We look at them as coons and sambos. Why you don't want to associate with Africa? Black power. We African-Americans. I mean, african American, African-Americans, I mean. Why you don't want to associate and be black? And, you know, we would get on them about this, yeah, you got with this Native American Indian stuff. Y'all don't want to be, y'all want to be something mixed in. But you know what? You know what? As fate would have it, we was the ones who was with that black thing that was actually being coons. We was being coons. They was the ones who was right. Now, they might have been off with the whole American, uh, Indian blood and all that, because that's what really threw us the whole Indian blood and we Native Americans and all this other stuff. But, you know, the Indian thing threw us. But they was right when they said Native American. They was right. They was right. And they was never with this whole African and black thing. And like I said, we thought they was coons and sambos when they were saying that, but they was on point. They was on point. Wasn't until, you know, you see what the whole black and African-American experience has done for the bronze, copper-colored, Mesoamerican people, what it has done for us, which is destroy us as a people, which is destroy our communities, our way of being. Because that whole mindset of, Communities raising children where, like I said, you can grow up in the neighborhood and you ain't got to worry about your children being hurt by nobody. The men in the street was watching the children, making sure they was all right. It wasn't nobody being, you know, the people looked out after each other. You see, people, when they were decent, they had decency. 
right? And so when that whole black thing came in, that whole, you know, black black American, African American thing came in, along with that came a lot of, you know, cooning, a lot of cooning, a lot of buffooning, a lot of lies, a lot of so-called pan-Africanist teachers and professors and all these people with their PhD telling us about our African ancestry and our African history and our trip to this country and damn chain, 100 million of us locked in slavery and all that BS. You see, that came along with the acceptance of being African-Americans, excuse me, African-Americans. That came along a lot along with that, you see. Our people, like I said, our grandmothers, they were talking about, you know, coming from people who was proud Americans. We were the first people here. We was born in America, this, that, and the third. They didn't know that far back. But like I said, they, the fact that they talked about the native, that was just them talking about the Mesoamerican. You see, they didn't know the word Mesoamerican, although they was referred, even though that's what they were. They were talking about our Mesoamerican culture, our Mesoamerican heritage. You see, that's what they were talking about. That's what they were talking about. Our Mesoamerican heritage, our Mesoamerican culture. And because we could not identify with that, we didn't know anything about that because all we had was black shoved in our face. We didn't know that, the, you know, how the beast do. He'll make something seem fair, seeming something that, you know, we want and something we was popularized. And next thing you know, we all we all in on the black thing. We all in. We all on board. We all in. We all on board. And so we we with it. Hook, line, and sinker. You see, we black, 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 black. And we African-Americans and all this other stuff. And we had a whole slew of these pan-Africanist teachers come through, right? Yeah, the whole slew of them come through and tell us that we were African-American because of our African ancestry, basically lying right in our goddamn faces, lying in our faces. You see, like this guy, like uh, remember your guy, um, what's the guy who died, the bald-headed guy, was Khalid Muhammad. Question, I just, I'm just curious, <clears throat> how Khalid Muhammad go from having a Islamic name in the nation of Islam, which he knew the nation of Islam was a Freemasonic order. How you go from Khalid Muhammad in the Freemasonic nation of Islam that's practicing Arabs, Arab, a form of Arab Islam, even though it's under Freemasonry, how you go from that to, oh, we pan Africans now, we African, we African. So you forget about the, you know, the uh, little dust up that the Africans have with the Arabs that they don't like each other. So that's conflict. If you call yourself Khalid Muhammad, then you talking about you Pan-African after you got put out the nation of Islam, that's conflict. So it would make you think, well, damn, why didn't he form an Islamic organization or Islamic community or something like that? If you come from the nation of Islam, why would you go to Pan-Africanism? Pan-Africanism is anti-Islam. You see, the, the, uh, Islam, the Muslims, the Arabs, they had they black so-called Africans in slavery. So tell me how that even goes together. Somebody tell me how they go together. How Khalid Muhammad go from Nation of Islam, how he go from the Nation of Islam to being a Black Panther? 
And the Black Panthers, they practice what? Pan-Africanism. How does that even work? Now, did, ever, did anybody ever think about that? Nobody thought about that, right? These are things that make you go, hmm. That, that don't even go together. You know why he did that? I know a lot of people ain't going to like what I'm about to say. It's because once Khalid Muhammad left the Nation of Islam, he needed another money source. And, he, and you know, Negroes know, those ones on the talk circuits know, that the biggest thing to get black people pulled in is the whole African-American experience, this whole black African, African-American experience. You see? He knew that that would galvanize black people. He knew pretty much he couldn't do nothing with Islam, you know, because Farrakhan had that locked up. So, you know, let's revitalize the whole Black Panther thing. Talking about black nationalism and black power and mama Africa and all this other bullshit. Right? We're going to do that. Yet you still, you know, keep the money coming in. Because the biggest thing about red, black, and green is always the green. For the niggas who are really, you know, out here preaching that, it's green involved. And I'm not talking about lettuce. Okay? I'm not talking about lettuce. I'm talking about the real green. You see? And they'll preach that shit. They'll talk all this African-American shit. You know what I mean? But it's always money involved. It's money involved with these African-Americans. Because I told you, the niggas who's preaching all this Pan-African shit, these are the niggas who are really, these niggas are really the goddamn uh, uh, boule niggas. You see, these niggas are boule niggas. You see, them old coon niggas you thought was boule, they ain't really, because see, the boule niggas, they, they could be Muslim. They'll be Christian preachers. They'll be Muslims, right? Them niggas will be Israelites. You see, you got to watch them. They'll be Pan-Africanists. See, the Boulay niggas, they know no boundaries, man. You see? They might try to make their way up in the Republican mental act. You got a lot of Boulay niggas, man. You see, that just, you know, they really at the heart, the African-Americans. They really have been marked by the beast. They desire what it is, you know what I'm saying? They desire what it is that the beast has, and they're willing to wait for their pay in crumbs. These niggas get paid in crumbs, man. These niggas get paid in crumbs. You know, all these African Americans, you know, you know the niggas. These are the niggas, like I said, who will sit up here and talk all this African shit, but then they got a white American name. Watch out for a lot of these guys. Remember, I told you that when you see these dashiki wearing niggas telling you about Africa. They always got a fucking dot. These niggas got a dashiki on. These niggas got a, 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 a unk, big ass unk on. This is their hustle. This is their business. And it ain't just them looking for niggas to come out and listen to them lecture and speak and write books. The white man passed a lot of these niggas' envelopes. Now, I'm not saying all of them, but the white man passed a lot of these niggas' envelopes under the table to keep our people mentally dead, to keep our people in a direction of nothingness to keep us disconnected from our true Mesoamerican heritage, to keep telling our people that lie that they come from Africa on slave ships, you see, that we was a bunch of savage-ass Africans running around in the jungle swinging on vines and shit and, and hanging out with monkeys and gorillas and playing pinochle and damn, you know, bridge with monkeys and gorillas and all kind of, and, and chasing lions, keeping lions off our ass and all this other nonsense. That's why I told you when they put that movie Roots out, that was the that right there should let you know when the when the white man put out Roots, that was the biggest program 
ever. That was the first programming he rolled out to finally put the whole African-American experience or the African-American experience in the minds, thoroughly implant that bullshit in the minds of our people. You see? Notice why nobody, you notice, and, and, and the beast's not even good at hiding his life. Notice nobody, nobody, everybody keep on thinking that Roots was a real story. These niggas really think Roots, I heard you Israelites. You niggas are supposed to be so studied and so scholarly. You niggas sat up here and quoted Alex Haley's roots and talking about Kunta Kente and how y'all was quoting Kunta Kente like he was a real person. And I could tell y'all knew this wasn't, y'all didn't know this wasn't a real person when you came with the Kunta Kente shit. Oh, you talking about Alex Haley. You know, y'all guys so studied and well learned. You didn't know that Alex Haley lied about roots that was plagiarized from a white man's book. He got sued in court in upstate New York. Remember I keep bringing that out? That that whole Kunta Kente and all that other shit he made up was just from some white man's book. Why did, again, why did ABC hide that back? Why didn't they say tell you that Kunta Kente wasn't a real person? That it was a, a, a character and the white man, this white man named Harold Corlander, he wrote a book called about, about Africa, and he had made mention of a Kunta Kente. This might have been inspired by somebody, but this wasn't no real person and all this stuff. That's all stuff Alex Haley made up, man. And I think even the whole character, Kizzy, all that shit was made up, man. Or he plagiarized it from this guy's book. You see? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you something funny. Notice when he talks about, I think the name of, he says, um, um, Kunta Kente's daughter, right? He gave the name Kizzy. Notice that K-I-Z-Z-Y, Kizzy, with the two Zs. I think it's how that was spelled. I'm, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Kizzy. Notice that. Now, that part might have been real. And Kizzy, if that was a real person, might have been Mesoamerican. You see, they had names like that with the double Zs in them back then. You see? But like I said, you can't really trust nothing Alex Haley said. He probably heard a name Kizzy amongst some of his family members. He probably added that in and was a name that stuck in his mind. But like I said, he lied about the whole Roots, African experience of Roots and his family coming over from this part of West Africa. Now, why did ABC lie about that? Why didn't ABC say, look, this is a story. This is not based on, this is based on uh, um, fiction. This is not, this is not, this is not uh, um, real accurate accounts. This is based on characters out of a book. Why didn't they do that? Why did they keep on promoting this Alex Haley's Roots? Notice that that's how they promoted Alex Haley's Roots. Alex, they made sure they kept saying Alex Haley's roots. You know why they was basically saying that they saying that this is this is you black African Americans. These are you niggas roots because Alex Haley was basically used as a symbolism for all black people. So when they were saying Alex Haley's roots, they were really saying you niggas in America. Here's y'all roots right here. Y'all came over from Africa on slave ships. We we brought you over here. We put you in bond. We raped your women. You see. And and you niggas had to and you niggas had to uh, um, somehow get yourself you try this and cut your feet off. We did all this to you niggas. Here's, here's your roots right here. This is your roots. You see, this is your roots. That helped to program a lot of people into this black mindset that they have now. This whole African American mindset. This African American mindset. It helped program a lot of these Negroes. That's why the white man made sure. I'll never forget. It came out in 1977. I was about seven years old when that came out. 
and we watched it. Our family, I, I always talk about how we watched Roots on the, you know, it's the 70s, we watching Roots as a series, and everybody, family sitting around like it's a historical event and all this other shit. I remember how my father used to make it like it was some historical event. Right? And we were sitting up here getting programmed for, for about five nights a week in this miniseries we were getting programmed. For five nights a week, we set up there as a family being programmed by this BS, by these lies. You see? That's what we set up there and dealt, had to deal with. This is what we set up here and, and, and listened to. Foolishness. You see? So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Whole families had to go through that. Whole families had to go through that. Whole families had to be brain stained with this filth. Never telling us about our true Mesoamerican heritage. Lying to our people. Making us think that nothing started until a white man came here. You see? And they needed you to believe that. They needed you to believe that to your soul. And you know what? In 2021, the way you niggas act, still, how you do each other, still, how you disrespect each other, how you trust in the beast, it did work. You are black people officially, the mass majority of you, you are African Americans. Because that term coon comes from the word raccoon. Right, raccoon. You know, the black, the black stripes. Right, white. You know, basically, the blend of black and white, the blending of black and white, because that's what the beast is basically saying. He put his mark on a lot of you coons, man. He put his white mark on a lot of you coons, and then I think the, the coon is black, white, and gray. And a raccoon ain't that about the you know of a raccoon. That's usually the primary colors of your raccoon, black, red, black, white, and gray. Right? So, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? You see, that tells you that these people have no regard for you. And the fact that they, that you have allowed, (coughs) you have allowed these people hijack your frequency, hijack your transmission, hijack your reception, and tell you who the hell you are, this is the worst thing that could have ever happened because, you know, everything you see taking place in black, so-called black neighborhoods, ghettos in America is because y'all have accepted that you are African Americans. You have bought into the whole black African-American experience. You have bought into the dark version of white people experience. You see, you have bought into that. You you believe, you niggas want to believe. Like I said, here it is. I was providing proof that our people did not come over here on those slave ships to Africa and by our ancient people who had civilizations here. You you know you got African-Americans that want to, disregard that. They want to disregard the reality that our people was the first ones to set up civilizations here in this society. And, you, and the biggest offenders of the African-American is you goddamn Israelites. You Israelites. I'm so sick and tired of you niggas caping for the Mexicans trying to hand over our culture to these damn Mexicans. 
You see these wetbacks. I'm so sick and tired of you trying to hand over our culture to these damn wetbacks. Tell them about data, real ancient. I was watching this video the other day, and they had some damn, uh, uh, um, some damn uh, uh, so-called Native American, right? And he talking about he was asking the question: Are some Mexicans Native Americans? And he was like, No, because Mexican Mexican is not a culture. It's not a um, nationality. Something I forgot what he said. He said it's not a um, it's not an ethnic ethnic ethnicity. So he said, but he said the only ones he said native. He said native, but he tried to make native an ethnicity, meaning native. I'm like, and he was like, like I said, he looks like what they would call a Native American uh, Indian, what they would call. But if you, upon looking at him, you can see at least two or three different races in him. Because I told you, it's only the East Indians, the Caucasians so-called blacks and the Chinese, Japanese, that's it. That's the only, you know, distinctive people of races. Everybody else is a, anything else you see out there is a mixture of that. So this guy clearly looks like an East Indian with long hair, but he's calling himself a Native American. You can see some of our influence in his lips because his lips look like he has some bronze somewhere in him. So that, so really, it's just basically a tinge of our blood, uh, and and East Indians and Asian that these people are calling themselves native natives. They try to make a whole race out of a mixed race group of people. These so-called Native American Indians are not uh, uh, they're not native to this land. They're not native. You are. We are the Mesoamericans. And we've been conned into accepting African American status. We've been conned into accepting African American status. That's what we've been conned into. We've been conned into accepting African American status. Yet nobody questions the fact. Oh well, why don't the Afri- Africans mess with us? Why don't why aren't we why don't we have dual citizenship in Africa? Shouldn't the white man who brought it that made he should have said to the Africans? Well, you know, you know, um, black people have to have dual citizenship over here, being that they come from there. You know, they got to have dual citizenship to go back over there if they choose. Why they didn't do that? Why they didn't do that? You see? Why they didn't say, you know what, we'll pay for you so-called blacks to uh, um, set up stores and businesses in Africa and we will um, back you because we want you to go back to where you came from, this, that, and the third, and we'll pay for you to set up stores and businesses, and we will, you know, get things going for you in Africa, seeing that your family was brought here and they were slaves. Why don't they do that? Number one, because then they would have to prove and produce records that you actually came from Africa, which they cannot. That's a lie. All these li- all these stories you see where you're talking about, all oh, your ancestry is over here in the western part of Ghana and all the western part of uh, 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 wherever the hell else, yo, 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 it's on the western part of Western Africa, and over here in this, ten, the third, right? Now we might have some relatives there. Like I said, some of the people that are in those places, they're not African. They're not African. I don't care how long they grew up over there. They're not African. A lot of them are Mesoamericans who went into Africa, and they stayed. A lot of our people are Mesoamericans in Africa. Because as I said, Mesoamerica is the oldest continent and the oldest culture on earth. 
We are the oldest culture on earth, and we spread the Mesoamerican culture outward. Egypt, like I said, was the downfall of what the Mesoamericans spread. That was the downfall. You see, when it got over into the east and whatnot, like I said, like anybody, when you're traveling from place to place to place and you set up you set up shop someplace else, you decide to go live over here in this country. Like people do all the time. People up and move from one country to another. They did that in the ancient world. They up and decide to leave one country, leave what was Mesoamerican. They wanted to go probably into the east. Things were a lot closer then. They went over there and they set up that, they set up that culture. They set that culture because how you know that is because Mesoamerica, they tell you, is one of the oldest ancient civilizations. They didn't put Egypt up there. Egypt is not ancient as Mesoamerica. It's not. It's not up there ranked as the one of the oldest civilizations. It's not ranked as the oldest civilization. No culture in Africa is. You see, so that means people traveled there. And they tried to set things up there. You see, that's all that means. People that travel over there and try to set things up there, or you have people who end up setting up things and they start being more, you know, over time, you know, disconnected, primitive, more living out on that. You know how you got people that live in those rural areas and things like that. And like saying, so you know, they become more, more of a barbaric type of thing. In other words, let's say if you came from America and you went into an area where you didn't, you had to, you know, you didn't have no toilets, you had no running water, you didn't have no this, and you had to live off the land, live off the grid. Your behavior after a while, your living the way you used to live in is going to become a little more barbaric, a little more outdoorsy, a little more like how you say off the land type living. You're going to start becoming like that. You're going to forget about what how you, you know over time how you used to live when you lived amongst you know, urban and, and suburban society, you're going to forget that after a while. You're going to start to live off the land. And that's really how a lot of those people became tribal over time because they were living like that. You see, you're going to adapt. That's where your tribal Africans came from. I mean, as far as when it comes to their living, as far as when it comes to their living. But our people, the Mesoamericans, like I said, we were, Going everywhere. This is how the white man get that whole energy. I told you when people hit this, hit this. When they, when the white man and all the other um, nations they hit this land, we changed their whole shit up, man. We changed up their whole way. When the so-called Asians came over and they crossed the Bering Straits, they was a bunch of slant-eyed, robe-wearing, no culture-having people. They were just a bunch of slant-eyed Asian, no culture-having people. That crossed over the Bering Straits, and when they came here amongst our people, what they started doing, mixing in with our people, getting down with our culture, our heritage, mixing their seed in, with our people allowed them to mix their seed in. Next thing you know, they the so-called Native Americans. They don't drop whatever the hell they came out of before they crossed the Bering Strait. They don't forgot all about that culture. Now all of a sudden, they natives, they Native Americans. That's all. That's all Mesoamerican culture. That's all that is. All that so-called American Indian shit they talk about, that feathers and all that, and the moccasins, that's all Mesoamerican culture. But see, the white man don't want to tell you that because, like I said, unless he starts touching on Mesoamerica, they don't touch much on Mesoamerica. They don't touch. Again, why is Mesoamerica not Mesoamerican history, not part of American history? Why is that all white out? Even though even the white scholars admit they like questioning, why is that part of American history wiped out? That one guy came with a little bit, and then when you start to see why, because trust and know, 
George Washington and all the Masons and all them people that was part of the Masonic Society back then, they knew that it was bronze people here in this country. They knew this was this was a bronze people's country. They knew this was this was the country the copper colored races. It's damn Merriam Webster knowing he's talking about eighteen twenty eight. You don't think they knew? You don't think he came across these pyramid cities and things like that? The cities that I'm doing mound cities and all this other stuff. You don't think they came across all that? They saw all that already. You see? And they know you're the descendants of those people. And this is why they have to misplace you as the descendants of those people. Because, see, this this land carries a certain energy to it, okay? I'm going to say this. This land carries a certain energy, a certain power to it. And that's because our people set up civilizations and societies on it way before the white man was even thought about. So it, so America, North America, South America, Central America, the Yucatan, all them places, that carries a heavy, that carries that heavy energy of our people, of the almond race in this, in these, um, in these lands. You know, the almond race are heavily, it's the, the, you know, the soul of the almond beings are heavily in this land. Because when you have people who just do things, when they're constantly doing things, when they're constantly living a certain way and doing things and whatnot. Like I said, the energy of those people is going to get embedded in that land. You see, the energy of that people becomes embedded in that land. If if you live a certain place for years, like and your people are so used to living, when when your people do leave those areas, you're going to still feel the energy of those people on that area. Like you could look in, you could look in certain parts of Arizona, and you could tell, oh yeah, Mexicans lived here. You could look in Arizona, all oh, Mexicans had this, they had this dominated before the white man came. You could look, their architecture, everything's going to show. Their energy on the place and whatnot, it's going to show. You see, their vibration, exactly. And see, again, when you go into these places, you'll feel more of a heavy vibration of our people in America, wherever you go, you feel the vibration of our people here. You don't really feel the vibration, you know, of white people here. Not like you feel our people's vibration. And if you don't, it, like I said, you feel more at home here than you do there. And like I said, so much so, remember I said I was going to do that broad, which I'm still do. Why do you think it is our people embrace? Why do you think our people by nature, we embrace Native American culture and ancient Egyptian culture over African culture. Why do you think we do that? Tell me I'm wrong. Do not black people in America, do we not embrace Native American culture and ancient Egyptian culture? Do we not? We we ain't we ain't really like I said, we really ain't feeling the African thing. We had to have that pushed on us. We had to have that pushed on us by the by by the Black Panthers, by uh, uh um, because you, if you notice in the '60s when Malcolm X sold out, all them Negroes, Kwame Touré, all them, all them Pan Africanist niggas started just coming up. You see, Malcolm X got on the Pan African train. Everybody got on the Pan African thing. Even Maya Angelou, they, they was these people are all plants, man. Everybody got on that black uh, Pan African shit. Everybody was on this African American. At Jesse Jackson, all of them. You see, you know why? Because they had to, they had to get us to embrace Africa. See, that was a whole plan from the, from the, uh, the whole black thing, getting us to embrace the whole black thing, the whole African American thing. Basically, you just gonna basically believe that you came over here on slave ship from the white man. Nothing you could do about it. And you know, you, you Negroes, you came from, you know, you, you came from nothing. You came from the jungles of Africa, and that's the story they want to keep reliving. They want to keep telling. That's what they want to keep telling. I told you the latest one up with that bullshit is Umar Johnson. That's why I keep on saying the things I say about him. 
he's nothing but a continuation of these niggas. He's nothing but a continuation of Lieutenant Jeffries. He's nothing but a continuation of what's the other these other niggas' names who do this shit. Uh, 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 Leonard Jeffries. Uh, uh, um, it's a bunch of them. Anthony Smalls. All these guys, this Pan African shit, man. But they stay away from the whole Mesoamerican thing. They stay away from the whole Mesoamerican thing. They make sure they do that. You see, they make sure they stay clear of the whole Mesoamerican thing purposely. You see, they don't want you knowing that. Their job as boule is to make sure you don't know who you are as a people. Their job. Why is it you, you want? Can somebody please tell me with all these niggas that have studied about the the history of our people and the ancestors and the ancients of our history? Nobody ever said we Mesoamerican. Why am I the only one saying it? Could you please tell me somebody who said our people are Mesoamerican, not African American, other than me? Please tell me. And why they haven't pushed stood up to push that and out here for our people that we need to embrace that over the whole African American thing. That way we can stop sitting up here kissing the Africans' asses and trying to be their stepchildren, trying to be they they you know here it is we trying to be we trying to be down with these people and they don't even want to be down with the shit they supposed to be down with. They ain't with none of that African shit. They want to come over here and be in, be American niggas. They want to come over here and be American niggas. They don't even want to be with none of that shit in their country. They flee in their country. They trying to flee. You see? And they want to flee because the energy of our people is on this place. John Henry Clark. Oh, yeah, all them guys, man. All them guys. John Henry Clark, Leonard Jeffries. All these guys, man. That's all these guys, man. They All these guys are full of shit, man. Because if they're not going to sit here and tell us the reality of why you don't you really don't believe they know they don't they don't know nothing about the Mesoamerican culture. Why did these people conveniently stay away from all the history of of, of the Olmecs, the Aztec, the Inca, the Mayans? Why did they make why did they stay away from all that? Even Khalid didn't talk about that. All he talked about was Africa. All he did was push red, black, and green. Why didn't he talk about that? Why none of these guys talked about our Mesoamerican heritage? Answer, because they was all linked in with these boule niggas, man. All these niggas are linked in, man. I don't give a shit who don't like what I'm saying. Because if you're not if you're not linked in with these people, then you're complicit with these people. Somebody's giving you niggas a check to keep misleading our people. I told you that behind this whole red, black, and green thing, you can find these Caucasians, man. These Caucasian Zionists behind this whole red, black, and green bullshit. And they got these puppet-ass Negroes out in the front pushing this African-American shit on our people, man. This red, black, and green shit on our people. Now you niggas don't put red, black, and green over the American flag. Pure African-American nonsense. Y'all falling for this nonsense because you know how you Negroes are. You all going to fall for something. You're going to get caught up in something as long as you see it's popular. Like, remember how they had these niggas a few years ago? They had, they, they, I guess the white man wanted to push Pan-Africanism heavy because, like I said, they know it's going to come a time where our people is waking up and we, gonna, we ain't going to be with none of that African shit no more. But remember they had all these Negroes with dashikis on? They even had Beyonce with a dashiki on. And they was trying to put numbers on the back, trying to make a little style out of it. And that shit didn't really, you, you see a few niggas wear them dashi, but they ain't really going nowhere because it ain't hitting like that for our people no more, man. That whole African thing ain't hitting for our people no more. You see, they starting to wake up gradually. 
you see. They're starting to wake up gradually. You see, the whole African thing is played out, man. That whole Pan-African shit is played out. Umar, they trying to send this nigga around to revive the shit. He's the new, I told you, he's the new, uh, 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 he's the new uh, uh, version of Atlantic Jeffries and them guys. You see? They don't want to point to our history and our heritage over here. He's a new Dr. Ben. I ain't even hit Dr. Ben. He wasn't talking about none of He was another one with this African shit, man. And you, you know the conscious community Negroes, they love Dr. Ben. They love them some Dr. Ben. You see? So why did they stay away from our true heritage, our true culture? Why did they do that? Why did they stay away from our true heritage and our true culture here in this land right here? Again, there's power in what our people laid down here. The vibration of our people is still going through this land, man. The vibration of our people, the Mesoamericans, the real Americans, is still going through this land, man. And it's still touching the masses. Why do you think, again, why do you think America is so popular? America is so popular because the Mesoamerican energy is here. It's not because of the white man. The Mesoamerican energy made the white man change up his whole style and demeanor. Because, like I said, when they came over here from England, these motherfuckers was wearing short pants like knickers and all this other, and, and wearing and wigs and all kind of other stuff. They changed up their whole style when they come over here, man. That's because of our people, man. You see? Anything that they doing when they came over to America, like I said, they ditched that whole England thing. That's why they call this the New World, because they came here and got brand new. In other words, they came here and gotten the energy of amongst our people and gotten the energy of us, and they started to um, go through a metamorphosis, come taking that English energy off of them and becoming Mesoamerican. Then eventually they like they liked the whole idea of Mesoamerica, so then they just took the Meso off and just became the American. You see. They just be and just created a whole bullshit story around the word America coming from Amerigo Vespucci and all these lies. Lies upon lies. You don't think the white man knows this is all a lie? He knows that every day. Every day he has to look you in your face. He knows, like I said, the ones the ones in Congress, the ones who are sitting at the top, they know they're sitting on the stolen land of the people. Because I you know it's our people's lands because whenever whenever somebody goes somewhere and supplants the people that are there, the, the natives that are there, the real natives. Whenever somebody goes somewhere and takes the land from the natives, the very thing they want to do is they want to try to either exterminate those people out of the land or they want to make sure those people stay with nothing. They want to make sure they have zero nothing. No no bank loans are going to go to them. No business loans are going to go. Nothing's going to, they're going to make sure they stay at the bottom of the totem pole because what you don't want is the natives of that land to rise up again. You don't want them to come up. You see, because too much of their energy, too much of their blood, their sweat and tears and their souls in that land. So when they get into their right state of mind, when they come into alignment and acknowledge who they are, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Something's bound to happen. It's going, and in fact, it's going to happen. The souls of their people are going to start to raise up in them. Memories are going to start to come in place. You're going to be feel as though you're put into alignment to something. Things will start to make more sense about who and what we are. What we came here to be, purpose starts to fill that space in your mind. You see, that's what happens when you start to acknowledge who and what you are. You see, as long as you call yourself African, that's basically, like I said, African-American and all this other shit. That's basically just a, 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 a um, how you say, that's just a, a, a directionless path. That's a directionless path. 
you come from some place you don't know. It's just in Africa. We don't know where in Africa. It's some place in the West. And now you're in America. But they can't tell you where in Africa. They can't show you where your family is. They got all they say. They, they say they got all the records. Uh, they got the slave ships, but they don't got the slave records. Nobody can tell you where you came from. You don't know where you came from. You're just in America now. Why you don't get to call yourself American? Why don't you get to call yourself American? The white man is calling himself American. He don't have to call himself European American. He just straight up calls himself American. Why you got to be African American? Why don't you just be able to, why ain't you not able to just call yourself American? You know, the white man has a problem with you just calling yourself American. Really? He has a problem with that. He wants you to put African-American because he always wants you to remember or know what he has programmed in you. You niggas came over here on a slave ship. You saw I snatched you niggas off the slave. I snatched you off your, out of your jungle. I snatched you niggas out of your jungle where you was running around butt naked. Your women had their titties out nursing all day because you jungle bunnies was making a bunch of babies and just chasing down monkey monkeys for breakfast and your women was running around their titties flapping all over the place and your men running around covering, barely coming up their private parts. You see, that's what they want. That's what they want you to acknowledge or accept as reality. That's what they want. And then we snatched you niggas out of the jungles and then you came to work for us on the plantation. And that's how you became African Americans. You see, that's what they want. That's what the, that's the that's the narrative they want you to accept about your history here. See, because that narrative does a few things. Number one, it always keeps you in the mindset that you were submissive to a greater power than yourself, and you're always going to look to that greater power to be white. So you're going to always think, oh, you know what? That power, that white power was greater than mine. They took my ancestors on slave ships, and they took our people, and they, they took all these rough men, and they put us in chains and whatnot. They want you to believe that's how it happened, right? But the white man just, you know, he just did this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 right? So it always keeps you in the mindset that you were in a state of submission, that you were able to be made submissive to other races of people. So that puts you in a submissive state once you acknowledge that you're African-American. It also acknowledges that these people will always be over in you. You will always be seen as second-class citizens, not even really second-class, third or fourth-class now because the Asians and the East Indians, all the humans go ahead of you. See, it's the white man first, then the Asians, right, then the, then the uh, uh, um, East Indians, then all the Mexicans and all the other races the races within the human race are straight here with the dog fur. Everybody else under that. That's just so-called Native American Indian. Everybody else is under that. The pecking order is the white man at the top, right? And that goes for your Zionist Jews. They at the top right along with the regular white people. And then comes down to your, uh, uh, your Asians, right? That's why they're giving them all that protection right now because they're about to make them the buffer class. Your Asians, right? And then comes your East Indians, and then everybody else under that. And you Negroes are last, man. You last on the total. That's why I called you subhuman. You African Americans are seen as subhuman. You are beneath the humans. That's how they see you. And the sad thing is that's really how y'all see yourself as African Americans. Let me take a call. 
912, you're on the air. Minzak, this is Vinzetta. Can you hear me? Yes, Minzak. Hey, um, what are you talking? I just realized something. You know when they say like, oh, we take we took you from the jungle to Africa. Um, South America actually has more jungles than the entire continent of Africa does. That's why when you go and you watch a documentary or you see a safari, you don't really you don't see no jungle in Africa. I think they sort of they sort of messed up. Like they kind of like let it slip through where you actually come from. Because there's, more, there's like way more you know, more um, jungles in South America, the entire continent, than there are. In, you go to Africa, where's where's the jungle? Name one jungle in Africa. You can name, but in South America, you can name the Amazon rainforest, all the Amazon basin, all that stuff. You can't name no jungle in, in Africa. You know what? Get out of my head. I swear to you, when you saying that, I was thinking earlier about the jungles in South America, and I swear I was like, that's really what they meant when they say took our people out of the jungles and whatnot. Now, taking our people out the jungles don't mean like we lived it. That's like if we go in the jungle somewhere in the Yucatan where white people visit and they might be playing in the water or whatever, we take them out of there. That mean they jungle people? No, they, we actually cleared the land out of the jungle. So when you see yeah. the older like uh, weapons like the tomahawks and stuff, they didn't come from the uh, the so-called uh, Indians. They actually came from us as part of the weapons because that was like the early form of the axe. So yeah, we well, actually well, cleared exactly. out a lot. Of, like when you see the pyramids, that was uh-huh. those were trees there. You have to clear that out and then build on top of that. Well, the thing you see the image I put up on my uh, uh, um the ancient picture of myself. That's a tomahawk in the guy's hand. That's an axe. Mhm. That's a tomahawk. Yeah. See, that that's yeah, that, see, you, like um, I said, okay. all that all that all that so called Native Americans, that's nothing but Mesoamerican culture that they copied. That's all. Yeah, and when you um you know, when you have to farm and you have to clear the land, you gotta you gotta clear the land before you do farming and if we did all that farming and when you came there are trees there, you gotta move all that stuff out the way. And of course on the exactly. outskirts there are jungles, that's where the jaguar like where were they getting jaguar skins from? They were living in the jungles but they weren't like walking around like you know in the city you know what i'm saying yeah yeah basically like what you see now and and in new york the um the what they would call the woods because the woods and the jungle is same stuff you know i'm saying woods jungle just a lot more greenery it's the same thing if you have the city all the way over here where they live at, and then you have the jungle or the woods and whatnot, you're going to have some animals come out from some amongst them. They, so that that happens here. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's all I want to say. I think they just they kind of slipped up when they when they said that. They did. They really did. If you, everybody going to learn the jungles that they were talking about with the jungles really of South America. Yeah. So. All right. Ben's like, Music. All right, we're gonna play a little bit of music. Uh, we're gonna get more into the African Americans. I'm gonna be in. Uh, I told you I'm gonna be in um, Chicago. Chicago, which they say is a Native American word, which is really I bet you it's a Mesoamerican word. They saying you know probably Chicago, probably some. And then the guy who. Um, Who's uh, uh, founded Chicago? Disabled. They don't really talk much about him. Hmm. We're gonna look into that. We'll be right back. <laughs>
you get to see how African Americans look. You see, you get to see how African Americans look. Right, 2021. You get to see how African American communities look. Right, you get to see all that. Now, before we became African Americans, before we became Black people, you see what we had in the ancient world. You know, and then our decline came when the white man came over. You know, then we started to. That's when that whole black and white thing started to form over time, that whole dynamic of them being in our land. And then we eventually went up under them and allowed them to take the lead, and we became black people and let them become one. And everything since then, everything from that point on was our downfall. When we became African Americans, we actually started buying into the story that we are Africans and Africans and Africans, whatever, that came over here on the ship and that we was like like just just chained down and pissed on and pissing on each other and shitting on each other and all this other stuff we did coming over degrading being degraded having our women sexually abused everything else when we accepted all that nonsense that lie and like i said the sister made a good point she said that you know that was taking place if anything i could see that taking place when they was bringing our people from the south america into north america i see that definitely see that bringing our people up from South America to North America, some of our people for slavery. And the ones on this side, they probably didn't try to enslave them, or they might have tried to, but, you know, our people knew the land too much. But damn sure didn't bring nobody from North Africa. No. Absolutely not. Very small percentage. Very small. You can, you can know, you know the difference. You know the mentality. You know the energy. Our energy is different. Being in the Mesoamerican from Mesoamerican, like I said, Mesoamerican energy is different from everybody else's energy. Mesoamerican energy is different from everybody else's energy. The so-called African, you see that the African energy, the up, uh, um, the so-called native, so-called, uh, um, what is it, the the uh, tribal African? Because I told you before, that's the only real Africans. The real Africans are the tribal Africans. You see. Those, like I said, you see the difference in them and you see it in us. And they want us to buy into the fact that we are them. They want us to buy into the fact that we all the same. We one big nigga. They want us to buy into that. Buy into that lie. And why do they want us to buy into that lie? Because, like I said, it made us, you know, again, if you see how African-Americans, imagine if we knew we were the real natives of this land, Mesoamerican natives of this land. What would that have done to our psyche, our mindset here in this society? What would it have done if someone, somebody tell you, you niggas need to go back to Africa? Uh, they can't say that no more. We say, you crackers need to go back to Europe. Go back to the caves. You crackers need to go back to the caves of Caucasus Mountains where you come from. And you can stand on that and say that and look at this truly as your land because it is when you can really say. But see, you couldn't really say that as long as you were programmed by Roots, 12 Years a Slave, Mandingo, and all those slave movies they made sure they put out. Just for good measure to keep you programmed, to keep you thinking that you have no right to this land here, you have no parts of this land here, you just was brought here to work and that was it. You know, some lies. You know, this ain't your land. This is the white man's land, right? Well, if that's so, then why they took so long to call themselves Americans? 
How come they still want to be Italian Americans, Irish Americans, all this other stuff? Why do they want to be linked to their own uh, uh, um, homeland? Why do they want to be linked to their own homeland? They want to claim America but still be linked to their own homeland. And then after a while now, I'm going to say, like, they don't even really want to claim their own homeland. Anymore. That's The white man was with that big push for white people to just call themselves Americans. You see? See, he already differentiated the Mesoamericans. See, this is how he gets off by saying, oh, well, see, we don't have to talk about that part of American history because that's Mesoamerican history. That's not American history. American history is basically when white people came around. So in other words, this this place had no relevance until white people got here. That's really what they're saying. Because if you're saying that, oh, I don't have to talk about Amer- Mesoamerican history as part of the American history cult, um, American history um, uh, 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 lesson, then you basically saying no history mattered until white people came here. That's really what they're saying. Ask your teachers, those of you in high school that get American history, how come they don't teach about Mesoamerican history? Because that's your history. That's your real history. Because for them to teach it, they can't teach you anything about African African history because there's no such thing as African history. There's no African American history. Excuse me. There's no African American history. Shaka Zulu and all that. That's not your history. You see, they can't teach you about uh, um, African American history other than Oprah Winfrey, the Civil Rights Movement. You was in slavery. We took you from Africa. You was in slavery. Then we let you go, and then we you had to fight for your rights. That's African American history. That's African American history. You see, because everything was went into making sure that you would never link yourself to here and never see yourself as being native to here. See, everything had to go into that. The focus on ripping you apart from your Mesoamerican heritage had to be paramount and to turn you into black people and into Negroes. Again, the reason why so-called black people here in America, we embrace ancient Egypt and we embrace Native American culture and ancient Egyptian cultures because that's what Mesoamerican culture really is. It is almost it is a mix of what you call ancient Egypt because they had the pyramids and everything, the ancient pyramids and all that. A lot of their uh, um, symbolisms were the same, the serpent and everything else. A lot of the symbolism, all a lot of that was the same. The building, architecture, all that was the same as over in Egypt, but even here better in this on this side than Egypt. And the whole, of course, the whole native thing, like I said, the feathers, the the, uh, the hides and oil and, and the leopard skin uh, 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 um, and a lot of stuff, that's all what they would you thought would be Native American. That's really Mesoamerican. So you see the combination of both in here. We feel a Native American. Ain't nobody had to tell us what to like and what not to like. We looked, We took one look at Native Americans. We took one look at ancient Egypt. And we was like, we want that. We, we feeling that. When we go into the African black thing, come on, let's be for real. Ain't nobody feeling that. We ain't feeling that. Y'all know ain't no, we ain't feeling that because that's not our culture. We're not feeling that. But the African Americans had to make you feel it. The ones pushing African Americanism, they had to make us feel that. They had to make us get hyped up for Africa. You see? They had to make us get hyped up for the Kenta cloth. You see? They had to make us get hyped up. For, uh, 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 um, for um, Roots and Shaka Zulu and all that They had to make us get hyped up for that You see We didn't naturally embrace that 
It wasn't that wasn't like something we saw. We was like, oh, I want to brought the red, black, green, pan-Africanism and whatnot. Even today when I see bronze people here, Mesoamerican people here wearing dashikas, I told you it looks like the dumbest, awfulest thing, like a costume you Negroes got on when you're wearing them dashikis. But like I said, your African american brain staining from these very people that control pan-Africanism, they had to make sure that you embraced the jungle bunny fever. I call it the jungle bunny fever because, again, they always want to tell you he was hopping around in the jungle like bunnies and whatnot, running all about jumping up on stuff, swinging on stuff, and all this other stuff. You know? They always want to show you in the jungles, like the, like the sister said, the Enron sister said, you know, they talking about jungles in South America. They're talking about people playing in rivers and waters and whatnot and people coming over there and taking those people. Like I said, just think of your children being at a at some lush theme park somewhere, and then some kidnappers come and take your children away and take them to a whole other um, side of, 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 uh, of the country. That's what the equivalent of the slave trade was. You see, that was the equivalent. Make it, make, how the hell you live in a jungle? No, our people didn't live in no jungle. We lived in cities. We went into the jungles, but we lived in cities. We went into the jungle. We chopped the damn jungle down. We cleared the jungles in South America and, and, and a lot of North America. They, through slavery, we cleared a lot of these um, – um, everything was greenery everywhere. We, we cleared a lot of the land. You see, we cleared the land. We put things on. We planted things and set farms up on top of those lands. We cleared them. And, yeah, you had people in the jungle swimming in the rivers and stuff like that. You had that. They knew which rivers to go in and whatnot, where to swim at and swing off trees and things like that. But they want to make it seem like, oh, these were jungle people. They were in the jungle and they were just, you know, they were just living in the jungle. That's more your African American brain staining. You see, they tell you that they tell you that you you come you African and you African American. Then they and they force that on you. And then, like I said, you wonder why we tend to reject that. You wonder why we tend to reject that. What makes the Native American and the Egyptian cultures appear to appeal to us more than the African? Simply because that's really our culture. We know our culture. The white man wants to try and hide our culture. Like I said, it wasn't even so much we was we cared too much about the we, yeah we feel the Egyptian stuff, but like I said, that's Mesoamerica. That's here in Mesoamerica. The origin of that is Mesoamerica, not Egypt. Like I said, the origin of the pyramids and all this stuff is really Mesoamerica, not Egypt. You see? So we love that pyramid culture. We love that complex culture. We love that We love that native culture. You see? Because these things, like I said, when you see bronze men wearing feathered headdresses, women wearing feathered headdresses, you know, that's what our people did. We did that. They were hat decorations, everything else, like or head decorations and things like that. That's what our people did. You could look back in the ancient world and you could see the, uh, um, the women in, in Egypt with, with feathers, wearing things with feathers in them and whatnot. We did stuff like that. You see, that's nothing new. We did things like took a feather off of there and put it in the side of our caps and stuff like that. That's where the fedoras and them got all that from, putting a damn feather on the side of the cap. That come from our people, man. You see, but when you are not taught the truth, 
you're not be you're not giving reality of what things really are and what they aren't, then you get lost. You get lost. You see? You get lost. And the people are lost. The people are very lost here. They are lost. They don't know what their identity is, what their true history or heritage is. They don't know anything. And we have to restore that in our people. We have to fix our people. Our goal has to be to restore the law and the order of our people so that we can move forward, that we can continue forward, that we can continue to fix our people in the image of Amen, where they really need to be fixed, What the, the only thing that will fix them. See, there ain't no reparations, ain't no hush money, ain't no no civil rights. None of that stuff is going to fix the Mesoamerican descendants of today. Nothing's going to fix the Mesoamerican descendants of today. But the knowing of our true heritage and the coming together as a community, that's the only thing that's going to fix our people, man. Sitting around here talking about Egypt and Africa and, and, and all this other stuff, or, you know, no, that's not going to fix our people today. This intel has been, you know, a long time coming so that we can start to be a modern-day and a futuristic Mesoamerican community worldwide. Mesoamerica is standing up today in us, and the Amun are pulling us up so that we can stand firmly on the ground as the Mesoamericans and stand firmly up in the sky as the Amun race because we are both. We are both those who are the descendants of Amun those who are the living descendants of Amun who set foot down in what you call in Mesoamerica, yet people have lied to us and told us that we are Africa, America. Again, we have to let these lies go. Let that whole out of Africa theory go. Let that whole we come from the same people, we all the same. No, let that lie go, man. Lies have to go. The lies have to be canceled in this day and time. We got, you know how they always talk about canceling this person. No, we need to cancel the lies of the so-called white man today. He needs to be canceled. His lies need to be canceled. They need to be full-on retired. The whole African-American black thing needs to be retired. It needs to be canceled. That needs to be canceled. Last, that needs to be canceled in the last millennium. As soon as we came into the year 2000, that shit should have cut out. Let me take a call. 404, you're on the air. 404. Menzak, Menzor. Menzak, Menzak. Menzor. In Wa'anin, in Um I just wanted to call in to say that your your transmission tonight. Can you hear me? Okay. I hear you fine. I hear you. Your trans your transmission tonight touched on an experience I had today at Social Security at the Social Security office. Prior to going, I had to fill out this application. There was no option for me to select other. So I crossed out all the other names and put Mesoamerican there. When I got to the office, um, the intake uh, clerk said to me, um, you know, she addressed me. She says, why did you, she asked me why I changed my name, you know, and I told her uh, blatantly, I said it was a slave name. I, I didn't like it. And plus I didn't like the name because a Caucasian woman named me. My dad and my mother was there. But they let a white woman name me, so I never liked the name. And they, plus, it was Annie Lee. It was, you know, you know, you have Annie Mae, Annie Lee. But you know, I really didn't like it. And so, she continued to talk, and she was very inquisitive. She said, "My 
She said, that's a good thing. And that was different. I've never seen that before. It was like she said, good. It was, she had this look on her face like she was really happy that I had changed my name. And she said, congratulations. Then she said to me, my mom is, this is going back to what you were saying about not knowing who you are, your identity. And she said, my mom is Latino and my dad is African. And she asked me, what am I? And at that very moment, I was like, no, she didn't ask me that. I'm like, Lord. And so, like, I thought about it for a minute. I said, Amma, you got to help me. Uh, I said to her, I said, well, and I hope I told her right. I said, you have to check into your father's uh, ancestry, your his history, to find out what tribe he came from. I don't know why that came to my mind, but that's what I told her. And uh, she, I, she said that she would, and she, and she I gave her the information about Mitalek and told her who, uh, that I'm under uh, Mr. Newman Minkare's, and she said she was going to listen to it. Uh, but she really wanted to know uh, more about uh, Mesoamerican, why, you know, who are we, and where do we come from. She wanted to know was she Mesoamerican, and I said to her, I couldn't answer that for her because I know she wasn't. I don't know. I, I don't know. She may be. She, her father may be from one of the tribes that we are connected to. But anyway, did I answer her correctly? That's my question. <laughs> I had to tell you all that to say what's my question. So I think. In, the, in the future, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? In the future, yes, if sir. anybody I, asks about it, if anybody asks about your name, you let them know it's a Mesoamerican name. He's a, um, you can say Mentelian, Mesoamerican name and whatnot, um, and that, you know, you change your name because you are in touch with your Mesoamerican ancestry. And as far as her saying her father was, you know, African, and I, what do you say? She, he was African-American or just African and, and mother, a mother white? No, her mother was Latino, and her, and her dad oh. was African. Africa or African American? She African from her, her dad was from Africa. She said. Well, she might probably mean African Americans. Everybody think you know if you come from a black so called black people in America, think they all think black people in America from Africa. So she probably just meant African American. So you could have probably told her, yeah, you know, you, you if your father's man, you, you connected to the Mesoamerican, you connected. I actually, I actually suggest. I said it's possible you could be Mesoamerican, but no, she did say her daddy was from from Africa. Uh, yeah. that well, like Latino. I said, her mother, yes. her mother's probably, her mother's probably, um, you know, uh, light skinned Latinos or something like that. You know, you got a lot of we got a lot of those people, light skinned Latinos. So yeah, she could be Mesoamerican. Yeah. Yeah, I did tell tell her that it's possible that she could be Mesoamerican. She had to check into find out where tribe her dad's from. Is that a good answer to to refer mm-hmm. that I to, to check your okay. Okay. Oh cool. Oh cool. That's all I wanted to say. Minzek Zekum. You want cool. Minzek. Okay. All right. I'm taking another little break. Right back. <laughs>
See, it's important to know where we belong, where we come from. And I tell my people all the time, people ask about our names. We got Italian Mesoamerican names, straight up. Italian Mesoamerican names. That's our names. You know, and then there will be Mesoamerican names from people who come into the, and over time for people who are coming into the Mesoamerican community. You're going to have Mesoamerican names and Mentelian Mesoamerican names. We gave out, and we given out Mentelian Mesoamerican names only to those who are in the Republic of Mentelec. And Mesoamerican names will be for those in the Mesoamerican community. So we are reestablishing our culture and our heritage and our, you know, lineage going forward as the Mesoamericans and into the Mentelians. This is a line that's being established in our Mesoamerican culture and our Mentelian heritage and culture going forward. As the true people of this land, the real people of this land, you see, they don't want us to tap into the energy of this land. You see, they don't want us to tap into this power of this land. All right. All right. And if we tap into the power of this land, we will receive the power of our ascendance. We will receive the power of our ascendance once we dig into the soil of this land. You see? All right. All right. So think about that. All right. Think about that. Think about that as we are continuing forward. All right, think about that as we are continuing forward. All right. Think about that as we move forward as Mesoamerican. Right. Think about that as we move forward in a, in a train of power. As we're moving forward in a train of power and a train of frequency and an extended form of thought, this is the ultimate power that we are conceiving and we are pursuing and we are pushing forward on. Because we need one train of thought, one train of power, one mind, one body, one soul in one direction. That is the only direction. There's the only course of power. This is the ultimate cause of power. See, we do things as it applies to us to do, as it applies to us to know, as we go forward in knowing the true process of how we gain our heritage, our lineage, our history going forward. What do we receive from that? See, what do we receive from that? What do we receive from power in the future as to what we become? What do we receive from that power? Our position and our purpose would grant us the ultimate power. See, when you got people who don't have that ultimate, you know, purpose and position, there's no power. You see, this is why they always want to keep us as not being. Mesoamerican 
keep us from being Mesoamerican, keep us from being the ones of that true power, that true land. Because, again, Mesoamerican is synonymous with bronze people. The same way Italian is synonymous with Caucasian people, the same way Chinese is synonymous with Asian people. Mesoamerican is synonymous with bronze people. So they had to make sure because they know about heritage and things like that. They had to disconnect the heritage. They had to disconnect the heritage. You see? All right. So, and disconnecting that. All right. And disconnecting that. They can disconnect us from power. They can disconnect us from power. They can keep continuing to disconnect us from power as long as they can disconnect us from our heritage. And that's what they've done. So we have to be in a constant and continuous extension and the acknowledgement of who we are as a living power. Think on that Do we become What do we become Going forward What is it that we are demanded to become Going forward That ultimate and living power That ultimate and living power In which we are commanded to go forward In which we are to live forward That ultimate and living power of constant extension, greater extension. That is what we are commanded to align ourselves with and go forward in and move forward in and extend ourselves forward in. That's it. And once we acknowledge that in that alignment of power, once we acknowledge that in the alignment of power, we will receive that ultimate power, the eye power of perception. Because you cannot be who you truly are unless you already perceive who you are ahead of that perception. You see, well, I said ahead of that perception. The perception that we are just a bunch of African jungle bunnies that came out of Africa somewhere, that's perception to nowhere. And see, that image, we can't even picture that image in our head. You see, they give us images that we can't picture in our head purposely. Now, when you start talking about ancient Egyptian culture and uh, Native American culture, we can see ourselves there. That's why we gravitate toward it. We can see ourselves there. And you got certain people who gravitate more toward that whole African thing, right, the whole African cultural thing, more than some of the Africans there. So you do got certain people who may have that bloodline of Africans there because they brought some tribal Africans here early on, and some of that bloodline is here. So maybe some of those people who are who have a quest for that whole African vibration, a whole quest for that whole African thing, they, like I said, they probably are connected to them. We got some Africans amongst us some who have that tribal blood and who feel that connection toward Africa, Mama Africa, as they say. For a reason. 
And then you got these people like the Umar, they try to mix red, black, and green with the unk because they really want you. The whole point is to accept red, black, and green. You ever see these Negroes do that? They try to mix ancient Egypt with uh, the unk on top of the red, black, and green, which don't even go together. Because they keep trying to sell you, yeah, 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 Egypt, Egypt, Egypt. But, um, you know, we African still. They got to keep that whole African lie going. Because that's their bred, inbred African-American coons. Bred into this society as African-American. So let me go ahead and, you know, and like I said, in their colleges and then their African-American courses and studies and history they got here from the beast. They're fully inbred as African-Americans who are going to work against the evolution of our Mesoamerican people. So let me go ahead and read these questions that we get out of here. Who are the African-Americans, the people who have accepted that we came over here on slave ships, that we're black, that we're Negroes, and they're the ones who will turn their nose up and try to disregard our Mesoamerican heritage? Them niggas are African-Americans because – the truth is not in them, and if that is their truth, as they now say, and they want to follow the beast, then maybe they are Africans. Maybe they did come from the Congo or wherever they claim. Maybe they got some of the African blood in them, because I don't, I don't get for the life of me how you could be in America and talk about you got heritage in Africa somewhere, and yet you're walking around with Caucasian people's names, and, you know, and, and, and the story is just too sketchy, and you don't feel a connection to something else. I never felt no connection to the whole African thing at all. Never. Why are, why are they coons? Because they've accepted the lies of the beast. They have accepted the lies of the beast because they somehow want to be like the beast. I'm talking about the African Americans, your boule Negroes. You see, the ones who will be okay with being African for the white man and make him happy. And they'll cover up our true heritage. All these people... Are the future uplift are, are these people for the upliftment of our people? No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not for the upliftment of our people. Therefore, they're 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 here to just keep our people from rising up over the beast. They're here to be the buffer and they're the ones who slow us down. They're the ones who who embrace the beast, especially now. You know, these are the ones who are telling you to go get jabbed up, get stabbed up. Who created these people? Slavery created these people. The slave system, the beast slave system, created these African Americans. You see, they they are your they are the last of your buck broken Negroes. They, and these niggas are buck broken because anytime somebody can get you to believe that your skin is black when it is clearly not black, anybody can get you to believe that you come from some slave ships in Africa when you can clearly see our roots are here because we built everything here. We fought for this country from start and end to finish. Eventually, like I said. We, our blood, our blood, our sweat, our tea, our souls are in this land and what you're calling North America, South America, Central America. We are here. We are the bloodline and the seed of this society. What will happen to these people in the future? Great. The future looks great for them. That's all I'm going to say on that. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and Amen we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual Nudan Minkari, Ben Mentelec Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
delete all zeros when we come through The superheroes they think of, speak of Supremacy when you see us The cure for your sickness Disease, mental lock, mental lack The real republic, why not us? Spot-flooded with serpents Flew here, urgent From another planet, Persian Hopped out the telepath Straight from Krypton, Balzog Rockin' all blue, new neck Superman, bronze hand Palm the world in my hand Goddamn, the Lord's coming for ya I'm a, I'm his free slayer beast Tame animal cave dwellers to tell a lucrative business endeavors Marijuana got my eyes red Like the sun at dusk Sunset it off High power laser beam Clean them off Hit my target marksman Perfect aim Sharpshooter bullseye The most high gave me the sign Mesmerize the masses With my classics Like this Invested half a mil In past film deals Folly Hollywood Demonic producers A troopless Exposing your closed circle Of criminal wizards Spell casting Robbing black artists and actors Tells from the crypt and shit Flip the script on them Time for judgment and punishment Warn them Uh, future tellers Future tellers We will be there Future sees the bright ones The bright souls We will be there The elect selected by Amen Uh, the bright ones Bright souls, bright ones Rise up like I said before What? Thinking in the future, living in the future Breathing in the future, we are the future We not the present, nor past dwellers We are the honor beings, we future tellers Thinking in the future, living in the future Breathing in the future, we are the future We not the present, nor past dwellers We are the honor beings, we future tellers Yeah Only honor Hell honor we forming a body, the humming body, everybody play a part of the body, a solar body. First the mind, the mental, then the brain. Our future self, neurons, send the transmission, transforming us into our future televotrons. We the on the radio, so space and time, extended bloodline of a natural solar projection. You humans just a front line, moving fast. Passing the third of you and the old me, it's a future teller, old USB. The blue trend with the mentions of the blue pill spectrum flowing to the bright ones near you. With the mind of a sharpshooter thinking 10 years in the future. Ha. Yes, traveling through time and space with no trace while I'm sitting in your face. Never daydreaming if the future vision had to manifest my greatest create. Solar cells of a man projecting mutation. Hmm. my unborn future solar surfaces that will bust and break through the bright veil. Now time to take your first inhale. We been living in the future, so we been here. My children, yes, you been here. If you catch me in the days, you thought I was gone. In a higher dimension, not a mind be zone. I'm a definition of a power action projection. Black mind, sit down and take a listen. You know why? We will be here. Teach yourself, I'm coming. Mafioso only built for Amazon Lex. 
intellectuals take over the globe. Future prophecy, we here connect. Future vision of our attention. Lord of diligence, loyal strength and power. Iron sharpens iron, sparks flying, man is still made from carbon. 2000 degrees, at ease, soldier. Fire starter, flames on like torch. Bars, fantastic, full, all wise, civilized, prepare for war, peacemaker. Fuck, ride or die, we rise and fly forever. Future teller, write my dark acapella when the beat drop. Pop off like cork, champagne bottles on New Year's. Cheers, no fear in our hearts. Z mark the spot, jackpot, triple sevens, add them up. 21 gun salute, don't make me shoot. Mental boot camp, tens the number, future teller, what? Linear from the circular, tens the number, we are future teller.